to Redbird Rally. And here's your host, Cory, Nate, and Swain. Hello and welcome to another episode of Redbird Rally. STL Cardinals taking it on opening day. Nine to nothing against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Man, it was so what much What a fun. game. I got Nate here. I got Swade over there. We got David Kennedy calling balls and strikes behind the plate, producing everything. Man, what a time to be alive. Cardinal baseball is here, and it's spring in the air. Man, it's so beautiful. Nate, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, my man. Uh, Cardinals are on a hot start. Looking good. Start the uh, the fresh new season, so nothing – too much to complain about, but I am doing fantastic. Ready for this uh, spring weather to finally get here. Softball season starts April 25th, so I'm excited about that. I'm watching a lot of baseball, so it makes me want to get on the field and at least act like I'm going to perform at some elite level, even though it probably not. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I want to hit that NATO it's, it's level funny. of how he started the season. but It's funny because, like, I think the same thing. Watching baseball just makes me want to play baseball, right? So exactly I when I go and play baseball, I think that I look something like what they look like out there. <laughs> and, and then I look back at videos and I realize how slow I am. And how You're telling us that you don't? How lazy my swing looks. And yeah, dude, I don't look anything like a professional baseball player. <laughs> Come on, Corey. If I look like a professional baseball player, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I'd be making bucks <laughs> out there. But uh, it's not baseball, but you could look like a professional uh, softball player, though. Slow pitch. I was gonna say, I can, I can look the part. Yeah, I can look the part. We know you're a dog out there, Corey. <laughs> I can't play the part. <laughs> I'd be a killer out there in left center field. But I'm doing fantastic, and I'm excited to get the season underway. Swade, looking good over there, brother. How's it going? Well, howdy, diddy, 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 It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood once again here. I haven't mentioned the weather in a couple, few episodes, so, you know, might as well mention the weather. Uh, it was rainy, obviously, because the <laughs> game got canceled. So, you know, there's that. But, hey, baseball is in full swing. And yeah. speaking of softball, my season's already started, so. Oh, these yeah. guys are in. Speaking of that, we were we were at the opening day game, right? Spent all that money to get there. <laughs> places crowded, places packed. We're in like the second inning, and Swade looks down at his clock and he's like, "I'm gonna have to go here in about 15 minutes." I was like, "Why do you even pay money to come? Like, why? Why are you even here?" Because that's how dedicated I am. You know, I wanted to go see the Cardinals play, and then I wanted to go smack. Somebody else like the Cardinals smack the Pirates. So hey, duty calls, right, Sway? Duty calls, and you got to yeah, be there. Calls. Did you at least win the game, Sway? We won the first game, but not the second. Oh, a double header, eh? Yeah, How'd you play that? I actually didn't play too bad. So uh, it was. Uh, I haven't first thrown a ball since uh, fall Indiana of last tournament? year. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> fall of last year. <laughs> And uh, so it was a little rusty. My arm was actually – the muscle in your forearm was actually – I threw so much that it was actually kind of getting a little sore, and that's never happened. Weak. So. Weak. Hey, us boys might be getting together for a tournament. Uh, so you listeners out there, if you want to see some uh, 
prime content on the story yeah. about the Redbird Rally. You want to see uh, Nate hosts. strike out and slow pitch? We should sponsor. Yeah, a softball bite your team. tongue. That's what we should do. We should sponsor a softball team, put together a team, and go play some tournaments around here. Hey, let's do it. That'd we know fun. good. We know some good players, so we can get some uh, Redbird some guys together. Redbird Rally is not the worst softball team name I've ever heard. So, no, and I'm on a new softball team this year. All new guys, and we're playing in a, in a brand new league. Uh, that's in Quincy. That's uh, that's going to be legit. And we're the Generals. That's the name we came up with. Is the oh, Generals? I thought, some, I thought it was something else. Wasn't it something else at one time? Mm-hmm. Well, that, this is a whole new team. So okay, all right, cool. This is a whole, this every a whole time, new team. Every time I hear a team called the Generals, I think of the idiot basketball players that played against the Harlem Globetrotters and just got smoked every time. Weren't they the Generals? <laughs> they probably were, but nobody knows about them. They just know about the. The Harlem Globetrotters. So that that we designed some new jerseys off Boomba. So if they want to sponsor us, we'll allow uh, any sponsorships at (laughs) this point. No free ads. No free ads. You can't sit here and and give an advertisement for Boomba. Supposed to pay us for that. But hey, guys, tell me, tell me about the game. I I know I missed it because of work, but uh, tell me about this opening day. What what do we like here? Cold, freezing, (laughs) rain. Cold. Let me tell you, man. Dude, usually I can get around. I know my way around St. Louis pretty well. I know my way around downtown pretty well. Um, I've just been there a lot. But, man, I mm-hmm. have never – I've never been to a Cardinals opening day before. That was my first. Um, I have okay. never seen Saint, downtown St. Louis the way I saw it. Uh, Buzzing. Last, last Thursday. The place was packed. Dude, the whole city was packed. Not just Bush Stadium. The whole city was packed. It was so hard to find a parking place. We literally like parked over by the America's Dome or whatever it was where yeah. the Rams used to play. We, okay. had, we had to walk like three miles just to, just to get a parking wow. spot. And uh, so that was, that was, was a little bit rough. It was buzzing. Yeah. Also, was, Corey, Corey didn't know his left field from right field. So we like walked around the whole park before we got to so right field terrace so taking the views taking the smells in hey i can understand that <laughs> yeah Just so really we go soaking it in and we go we go to go walk in the gate we walk in the third base gate and i'm like no man our tick our, our seats are right here and and suede was just like no i don't think so but he really didn't even like argue with me that much so i thought i was right you know that's as which i normally am and most of the time yeah you are right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah our ticket our, our seats were literally on the whole other side of the field um, so we come in, we actually walked in the gate as the Clydesdales were coming around. And like, that was my wife's like, that was like the only thing she wanted to see. Like she didn't really even care about the rest of the game. She just wanted to see the Dalmatian sitting on top of the wagon hauled by the Clydesdales. That was oh, part of the whole thing. No. So we're literally sprinting in there. We're pushing back past people. I knock over a kid. I like Heisman, a, a three-year-old in the face. <laughs> so I can get my wife to go see these Clydesdales. And, uh, you know, I still got the song stuck in my head. Oh, God. Yeah. Dude, I have not stopped singing it like this whole time. Uh, but no, Every player it was... coming in on the nice Ford F-150 or whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah, dude. Literally, um, from the moment I walked in the stadium, I had chills. Like, literally, from, from the moment I, I seen the field and seen the Clydesdales going around. I mean, we caught just the end of it. Like, we literally got there just at the end of it. Um, but I had, I had chills the whole time and then we're fighting our way to our seats, um, trying to get there. It took us forever to get there. 
we had to wait. Okay, this is a little side. This is a little side story. We go to a kiosk, right? We go to get drinks before we sit down. I see this woman's got pretzels in the pretzel thing. They're on the rotisserie. They're rotating. They yeah. look like they look like they're so looking hot. good. They're oh, looking real good. They look like a they look like a hot pretzel, just getting ready to come right off the thing and just fall in my mouth and crumble. And I'm I sit there and I said I need one sweet tea, I need one sprite, and I need one pretzel. And the woman looks me dead in the face and she goes, "The pretzels aren't ready." And I looked at her and I looked at the pretzels. And I look back at her, <laughs> and she said, "Don't you look at me like that, boy." <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. I was there. Oh she God, said, that's what she yeah. said. She said, "They're cold. Do you want me to serve you a cold pretzel?" And I'm like, "They look pretty hot to me." <laughs> like hey, well, we didn't. We don't know the temperature, the, the the internal temperature of the pretzel. So I guess we can't blame her. She so, so I went. I went to the kiosk next to her. Literally, just what ten ten steps down from her if and i that. got me a hot pretzel because <laughs> yes she didn't want my money and then she asked me for a tip the little thing well she didn't specifically but the little thing asked me for oh, i have any tip in her uh, she, <laughs> she at could, least you didn't get a cold pretzel see like my experiences at quick trip they got the tornadoes that are just you know rolling in a thing and they have those little cards that say ready or not ready they all look the same externally but once you bite into one and one's frozen on the inside yeah. or you get a hot one, you really I don't know. You really man. are thankful for that. So it was at least so you didn't cold. serve you a bad pretzel. What is your it what was... is your favorite? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off sway, but I want you to answer this question. What is your favorite ballpark food? Like when you go to the ballpark, what like what do you want to eat more than anything? Cotton candy. Nachos. Mine's a hot dog, man. Like there's I've heard that every hot dog you eat tastes like takes like 30 minutes off your life. It's actually 36, but yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> that's if that's and I'm pretty case, sure I gave you that stat. <laughs> it may have been on this podcast, actually. Uh, it probably if that's was. the case, um, I You've have cut out a lot. I've cut some significant time out of my life just off the hot dogs that I've eaten at baseball games. <laughs> like, I'm the that kind is of a guy, traditional thing to eat, though. I'm the kind of guy, like, I'm not only am I eating the hot dog when I'm watching the baseball game, I'm eating the hot dog when I'm playing in the baseball game. Like, I'm the third inning in, in, in my baseball team, and I'm like, in the dugout, in the corner, shoving a hot dog down my down my gullet, you know, like that's the kind of ball player I am. Uh, mm. Which I I've heard that like Javi Baez is like that. Uh, Javi Baez will literally just, just like go down into the clubhouse and like eat a burger, like right in the middle of the fourth inning, a whole and drink a whole thing of Pepsi. <laughs> so you'd be that Joey Votto. Did we lose Nate? Do those weird pranks where he's like, "I'm by the stands, because fly of a kid holding nachos." Be like, "Oh, thanks, man." Grab a chips and. You cut out so bad right there. You really did. In, and then just came in with a full it was like, of you noise. went, you went, you you got it, and then we lost you. And then you were like, Yeah, you got again. And I was like, What do I got? Like just a flood of noise. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm like Joey Votto. I don't know. That's all I got out of it. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I mean I'm a hot dog. Well, he's guy. the one that's always pranking people and stealing food. Yeah, it's true. Uh so other than that, uh, I mean Suede, how was the experience coming into the ballpark? Man, like, this was my second opening day, and I have to say, um, it's just, it, it's not even just opening day. Anytime I go to Bush Stadium, it's just this, like, there's just this feeling that you get when you go to that ballpark. And, I mean, if you're a fan of your team, you may have the same feeling. I'm not saying that it's just Bush Stadium, because I've been to Minute Maid Park and 
I didn't feel this way about Minute Maid Park, but Minute Maid Park's a cool, cool, cool place. Uh, the old Rangers Stadium was a cool place. Being from Texas, those were my closest one. But there's just something about Bush Stadium, man. It's just yeah. So I've been, I've been the Bush Stadium. I've been the Great American Cincinnati. Uh, I've been the Chase Field in Phoenix, the Diamondbacks game. Uh, I've been to Kauffman in Kansas City, and I've been to uh, Wrigley in Chicago. And the only the only other stadium that I I got chills at was Wrigley, other than Bush. I get chills every time I go to Bush. But the only other the only other stadium I was at was Wrigley. Uh, the atmosphere there is just it's insane. You know, I believe it. Uh, I'll I'll give this to Cubs fans. No, I don't like the Cubs, but but the guys like they get in there and they love baseball, you know, and they're in it on every pitch. And Bush Stadium is just like that. At Bush Stadium is like all out. Every single pitch, people are locked in, people are ready to go. Um, some other moments that I think are definitely worth talking about. It was really cool to see all the Hall of Famers. Um, it was really cool to see Mike yeah. Shannon, you know, uh, take 150 years to get out of the car. I feel bad for saying that. <laughs> no joke. But it did. It took him a while. Uh, um and and people people held with it the whole time they clapped and cheered the whole time it wasn't awkward like they were just standing there looking at them like everybody did really good in that moment everybody was still cheering so i was proud of all the all the fans um it was really cool seeing mark mcguire nate it sounds like you're trying to talk but you sound like you're in a blender my guy yeah um having some connection issues but uh it was really cool seeing Mark McGuire in the bleached goatee. That was really cool. I don't know if that thing's bleached, but it sure does look like it. Um, and then I think, like, more so than anything, the moment that Albert stepped in the box for the first mm. time. Uh, wow. What a, what a moment, you know, there in the, there in the first inning. Um, I took a video of it, but the video really doesn't do it justice. That, that place was rocking. Mm-hmm. And everybody was chanting Albert, 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 and uh, you know it was it was insane. And then the dude made contact, and he he really could have done anything. He could have struck out. He could have popped up to the catcher, and people would have went insane. But he hit a fly ball to left field, and it looked good off the bat for about point zero two seconds, and everybody went nuts. <laughs> Like everybody stood up and everything. Like, uh. I mean, everybody. I, from what I saw, everybody was already standing up. Yeah. You know, the moment he stepped in the box. But I, I think everybody like had this storybook ending. You know, storybook moment in their their mind where, well, he's gonna hit a home run. Like, this is gonna be insane. And the moment that he hit a fly ball to left field, he pulled it. I think everybody was just like, <gasps> and then nothing. Like he flew out to Ben Gamble. He was nothing. <laughs> you know, um, Albert went 0 for four. He did go yep. over four. There was two errors I saw, right? Yeah. Yep. So two errors. Over four, reached base twice on two errors. Um, but I will say, uh, he flew out, and then there was one. There was one ball that he hit really well. He hit really hard. Um, got really good contact on it. He just happened to line it right to the left fielder or the center fielder. I don't remember which one. Um, mm. But uh, it was good. Um, I got another story I want to tell, but I feel like I've been talking for a long time. Any stories you want to tell, Swade? You know, I could tell so many stories. I don't know. There's just so many stories to tell, um, especially with me and Corey. We've been to so many games because when we 
when we were both in St. Louis at the same time, I'm still here, obviously, but Corey was still in this area. We literally be like seven, six thirty in the evening. We're like, dude, let's go to Cardinals game, pull up tickets, five buck outfield tickets. You better believe we would go to the games. And we had, we had buddies that worked at the Hilton. So we would get free yeah, parking. Free too. parking. Yeah. Yeah. Right down the road from Bush stadium, nowhere, not far at all. And it was like legit because we were broke college kids. Dude. <laughs> but you know, we saw a lot of cool things with, uh, I mean, my boy Matt Carpenter, there was one game we watched that man hit a walk-off home run against the Brewers, and a dude wanted to adopt me as his son once, and uh, he was <laughs> yeah. a Cubs fan. And, uh, yeah, just some crazy things that have happened. We were, we were at the game when Chris Coughlin jumped over Yachty. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were at that game. <laughs> we were at the game when the ball got stuck to Yachty's stuck, chest protector. Yeah uh either we were at a lot of games um but specifically about opening day so i want to say you're gonna love this one i got a question too after this story um ask it now because you're gonna forget this story's too good i want to know what it was like uh eighth inning i believe i don't know if you're still there it's late um but you guys witnessed you guys witnessed or Corey, i guess witnessed a first um the ump with the mic in stadium during the review yeah. for Tommy Edmond. What was that like? I mean, that was something that's different. So, uh, okay. So did it I, work? Did everything go okay? Or My story actually ties right into that question perfectly. Sweet. So, All right. Yeah. I like it. Um, so, yeah, Swade was gone by that moment. So, we started up top. We started, like, literally against the gate that if you almost fall out of the stadium. Nosebleeds, yes. And it was so cold. It was freezing that uh, my wife was just like, I can't take this anymore. We got to do something. So we walked down. We literally walked all the way down to the team store where it was 95 degrees into the team store. And we spent $60 on a fleece blanket that didn't even keep her warm. <laughs> and, uh, Oh no, <laughs> we come out, we come out. And I was like, I-, I know that there's, you know, standing those little yellow marks, those little yellow boxes where they allow you to stand. Uh, so I was like, what if we just go in there and just see if there's some standing room? And there was, and it was right by third base. And it was literally like right there and right there and down on the field. And I was like, man, like it's already the fifth inning. Why don't we just stay here? I don't want to go back up there and freeze my butt off, you know, for, for another half the game. So we just yeah. stayed, we just stayed down there. Um, Swade came and hung out with us for a little bit, but had left. And eventually there were some seats that were behind us that people got out of them and they were leaving they're like hey we're getting ready to leave you guys can take our seats if you want them i was like yeah why not let's do it so we sat right there um and okay so a little little bit of backstory to make this story complete a little while ago me and my wife found out that we have the exact same wedding anniversary as tommy edmund and his wife Kristen edmund uh mm. one one two three shout out yeah let's go uh but anyways um so we found that out and on Tommy Edmonds anniversary post, I put a comment on there. I think I actually tagged you guys in it. I was like, no big deal, boys. I just got the same wedding anniversary as Tommy Edmonds. Well, Tommy Edmonds wife liked my comment. So I'm basically like, you know, their best friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what that means. So basically I showed, I showed my wife, well, she went and she followed Kristen and she, you know, follows her on Instagram now. And she's kind of like a big fan of hers and looks and, and we're a big fan of, you know, Tommy Edmonds. He's probably one of my favorite Cardinals right now. So we're sitting there and this woman keeps walking back and forth in front of us, like getting out of our seat, walking down and getting back into her seat. And about the second or third time that she walks in front of us, Crystal turns to me and she says, I'm pretty sure that's Tommy Edmonds' wife. And I wasn't thinking anything. I was like, no, it's probably not Tommy Edmonds' wife. So we go to Instagram and we look at her story for the day. It turns out it's Tommy Edmonds' wife. 
uh, and she's mm. she's sitting with all of Tommy's family and her family, literally just like a few rows behind us after we moved out. And I'm looking back there and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. So it's Tommy Edmonds. It's all his whole fam. Like we one of the fam, baby. You know, like we sitting here, we we love you. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, dude, it starts raining, right? And dude hits a home run. So poetic, right there. And uh, it's <laughs> we didn't poetic. know it was a home run though. Down the left field line, he hits that home run. Um, I see the ump, the third base ump, wagging that finger, and Tommy Edmonds rounded him. The, she's this woman behind me, the older woman, is like going insane. Like she's just yelling and dancing, just like, ah, like going crazy. And I turn around, I was like, that's gotta be Tommy's mom. So I like I point at her. I'm like, yo, Tommy hit a home run. Like I, I, I was like, go Tommy. And she did she did this. And for all the people that aren't watching, like, sorry about you, but she she goes. <laughs> like just like that. And she's freaking out. She's pointing at me. And I'm pointing back at her, and we're just like, we're vibing off of each other in that moment. It was so cool. I'm like, I'm one of the family. Can I come over for Thanksgiving? You know, like, <laughs> like can it's you awesome. give me a Christmas present? And uh, so, anyways, that all happens. And then they're like, Dump, Dump comes on. He's like, the first Dump Runner is under current review. And I look back, back at her, and I raise my eyebrows. And, and she was like, they better call that a home run. That's a home run if I've ever seen one. And she's yelling <laughs> and uh it's a true mom right there yeah like she's going insane and then you know they come back on there and to answer your question it's pretty cool um felt a little bit like football like i wanted to be like this first down like as soon as as soon as the mic went off you know upon further review the fall on the field stands yeah so it was pretty cool i think that's a big w for for mlb i think it makes it cooler most definitely i think it makes the fans more a part of what's going on um, well, yeah, the people in the stadium were the one missing out. When you're watching TV, you can get it explained, but when you're there with no announcers, you spent the money. Right. You should you should be able to know what's going yeah. on too. There's and been like so many time, games that I've that I've gone to, and I'm like, dude, uh, so what just happened? Like, yeah, you don't have anybody explaining what they decided to go with and mm-hmm. until you look up, you have to go look on the board. Oh, he, he is out. Okay, or whatever. So, so case in point, and I'll I'll tie this in and I'll finish my story. Swade and I are at a game. Cardinals are losing to the Milwaukee Brewers in the ninth inning. And it's actually the same game that Matt Carpenter hit a walk-off home run on. In the Uh, rain. Yeah, it's raining. We're literally down there like on top of the uh, visitor's dugout. And I don't know who it was. I don't remember who it was. I think it may have been Colton Wong. Hits a line shot into right field. Domingo Santana is playing right field for the Brewers at the time. And he slides in to make a catch. And the ump calls it out, like calls it that, that it was a catch. The Cardinals challenge it, and I didn't think anything of it at the time, but when I start seeing it on the board, on the big screen, like plain as day. You trapped it? He trapped it. Like plain yeah. as day. You see, you literally see the ball bounce into the glove, like off the ground, into the glove. And I'm thinking... It's a tough call, though. I'm thinking, well, I mean, yeah, when it's live, you know, like, yeah, mm, I don't, yeah. I'm not yelling at the umpire at that moment. Like, yeah, no any naked eye would have missed that i thought it was out too i was like man that's a great catch right and then we see it i'm like that's not a catch at all like it was plain as day and then it's taken forever it's taken so long and i'm thinking why in the world is it taking so long and uh they come back and suede suede remembers this well i'm sure they come back and they say that all, all we see is the ump put his fist in the air calls him out and the whole place is going ballistic. 
Right. Everybody's going nuts. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, we're all like yelling. Like, I, dude, I, 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 I would have loved in that moment for an umpire to get in the microphone and say, uh, you know, we thought it was, we thought it touched only the glove, even though it looked like it bounced, it was still only, it all caught all leather and not the ground. Uh, you know, at least something rather than just seeing the fist in the air and yeah. then us just yelling. Right. Uh, because people were so mad that literally they were throwing trash onto the field after that. Yep. Mm. I do remember that. Cause that was what that made it two outs bottom in the ninth or something like that. And then now, we ended up, Matt Carpenter ended up hitting the walk-off home run that game. Ball never lies, you know. Um, there you go. So, all things. Matt Carpenter, in, minor yeah. leaguer. <laughs> For the Texas Rangers. Hey, 200 <laughs> average right now. All things in. <laughs> yes. Um, so, anyways, it, I like it. Um, but to, to end my story, it was cool because um, after, they, after they confirmed it, I looked back at her and before I even like got the point at her, she was already like pointing at me and she's like, I told you it was home run. And it was a, it was a really cool moment. So yeah. So me and, uh, me and mama Edmund, we close now. We, we tied glad text. The text that you sent us now makes sense. Cause I think you did say you were celebrating with uh, Edmund's family and uh, yeah. we probably had no idea what you were talking about, but thank well, no, you for clarifying. Nobody mm. even, nobody even responded to me. It's a bunch of jerks. So mm. we were excited for you. That's for sure. No, I just didn't I share. So, so are we talking uh, happies and crappies from the first episode to now? Let's talk some baseball. First episode to now. What do you mean? First series, maybe? No, I mean like our first very episode. We talked. Well, we talk about happies and crappies. Oh, Isn't well, that what yeah. we named it? Yeah. So, so <laughs> mainly crappies, but so looking at the first series <laughs> against the Pirates, um, happies and oh, yeah. crappies. Is there anything that you guys noticed? Anything that you guys noted that you want to talk about? Uh, things that you like. Things you didn't like. We starting with happies first. Whatever go you want to start with. Whatever you want to start with. No matter. So wait, give us some happies. You can go first, buddy. Are we going with happies? Because I got some crappies. So <laughs> even give, us, give know, us some happy. Give us some happies first. I got. It was a nine-zero game. I know, but here's some happies. I mean, the Cardinals came off. Obviously, they were hitting the ball like crazy. We see that O'Neill ended up hitting the first home run. Congratulations, Nate. You guessed it. Oh, thank you. Thank and, you uh, for remembering that. Yeah, snaps, and then snaps all around. And I want uh-huh. I want the crowd to know that I think Corey guessed Edmund and I guessed Arnado and all three of our dudes that we did guess that would hit a game or a home run in the game first game did hit one, but mm. O'Neill hit one first and then we're, I think it was Edmund. We're basically expert analysis. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Basically, all we I'm saying. we know they're going to hit the home run. Yeah, we, we so. know. that's what I'm getting from that too. We're good uh, at our job. Tune into Redbird Rally because we know what we're talking about. Yeah. So. <laughs> We were hitting the ball pretty well. Um, Wayno had, Wayno did Wayno things. Six innings pitch, six strikeouts, great. zero walks, only five hits. What more can you ask from that man? Dude, so. curveball was sharp, and he was keeping everything at the knees. Um, you know, his velocity is probably where it always is. And I heard, I heard somebody on the radio. I can't remember which announcer it was, but that said that his spin rate is is as high right now as it has ever been. So, at his age, what, 41 season? Dude is pitching better than, well, as good as he's curveball, yeah. That's why it breaks so much, yeah. it's You remember, like, before last year's season, we were talking about Wayno like he should retire. I don't know if you all remember that, but it was looking like Wayno was getting kind of old. It may have been the 2020 season, 2019, but Wayno, a couple years ago, Wayno was like, 
it was looking like, is this the end of Wayno or what's going on? But I don't know, dude. He's really picked it up that so good right now that I could see him go another year. Well, give me your give me your crappies. You want my crappies? Yeah, and then we'll go to Nate. Well, my crappies are. I mean, okay, we won nine to zero in that first game, but I mean, there were so many that the Pittsburgh Pirates played so sloppy in that first game. Yeah, we left a lot At, of runners on base. Yeah, they left a lot of runners. They walked well, – how many dudes are the – Goldie walked four times in the whole game. So they walked so many dudes. They had so many errors, so many balls. We watched a dude miss a ball, hit right to him, and he – I mean, it wasn't an easy, easy ball, but it was still hit right to him. He gets paid a lot of money, and he just missed it. Like, these are things that if we're playing the Mets, if we're playing bigger teams like the Yankees or anybody else, all these other that good teams. was Lace, though. Was that the one Tyler O'Neill hit up the middle and the guy, like, tried to no, block Kevin, it? And... Kevin Newman. Uh, Kevin Newman a, dropped one. On Albert or was Pujols. that the Albert Pujols? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one on replay. There, there was just so many things that if we were playing, like, these higher teams in the league right now, yeah, they wouldn't have been as good. It would have been a 9-0 game, that's for sure. Nate, give me some happies and give me some crappies. Um, well, uh, I obviously wasn't there. Wish I was there with you boys, but, um, I'll start with the crappies first. I'll reverse order from suede. You know, I always like you start with the bad news first and then go with the good news. That's how I like, um, crappies. Um, I'll give you the first one and say, my biggest thing is we signed the wrong lefty because we got Matt's who, uh, apparently developed a blister over two innings of pitching. Um, which was the cause of his loss. We'll see. Hopefully that's true. And he'll, um, you know, put some ice, put some ice on it or whatever. He looked good for the first two innings and then ran into a really rough third. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm watching uh, Carlos Rodon, another lefty that we all wanted to throw 12 strikeouts in five (laughs) innings. Um, So that's a big crappy that I wish. Who did the Giants play? (laughs) They were playing the Marlins, but I mean, still, they got a nice young group and they lost that game. The Giants lost that game. So. Well, that's but it wasn't Rodon's fault. I'll, yeah, twelve <laughs> I'll strikeouts ain't no joke. Um, but I thought that yeah, our lefty there pitching kind of let us down. Um, and you know I am worried about kind of the starting pitching. I'm hoping that we can stay healthy because that was the problem last time. We couldn't stay healthy. We're already missing Flaherty. Um, so that was one of the major crappies. I know we had that, that rough game Sunday and then another crappy, obviously is just the rain. I was really looking forward to that postpone um, Monday game, last one against the pirates to get to a nice three and one start. So um, I'm not going to be too hard on the Cardinals there. Another crappy was Marmol being sick, but we got to see old Skippy get his first sub. Yeah. But that was I'll, cool. Yeah, that was cool. And then as far as the happies, um, I did see that, uh, Arenado won uh, Player of the Week. I know that it was shortened. NL Player of the Week, yeah. Mm-hmm. NL Player of the Week, yeah, thank you. Batting 502 home runs. I mean, dude was just on fire. Like, I, I, we see a little baseball, a pixel on the TV, but dude was seeing the beach ball coming in. Yeah. I mean, he was just lacing that ball. And then another happy one more I'll give you is, I thought our main bullpen people looked great. Haven't even given up a run. Who's the, the two guys from the bullpen that's given up the run? was uh, uh, Palante, who was Major League debut when we were already down, what, 7-3 or something that was, yeah, like that? That was Sunday, yeah. That was yesterday. And then Aaron Brooks, the veteran, kind of older guy that's looking for a place back in the league, um, which those two guys might not even be on the roster end of April, honestly, because yeah, well, they kind of have slots. Guys. Yeah, I think those are the two guys that you're, you, I think you can write them in that they're getting cut. 
Yeah, yeah. But looking at our main bullpen guys, not giving up runs as far as uh, even uh, who was it that pitched three? Oh, Michael, is he pitched three innings uh, or 3.2 innings? But Helsley came in. Whitgren looked good. TJ McFarlane. Gallegos looked, you know, right where he was last season. So I, so I think our main bullpen looks yeah. fantastic. I know it's a short, uh, short example, and it's not a lot of stats yet, but I but thought that was see. a good happy. It's good to see. Uh, and Genesis Cabrera came in, looked a little wild, but uh, he he found it, got it together, and got out of it. You know, so yeah, there's some definitely some things looking looking up. Um, I want to keep everybody in check though, because I I have seen a lot of Cardinals fans raving about how explosive the offense has been, and you know I've seen a lot of people going nuts about it. Like, yeah, this is it. Are you okay? We're three games in, and also. Yeah. Those three games have been against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Exactly. All a right. minor league team. Our <laughs> DH spot has it done good, actually, not, in these last three games. So. I'm not trying to say anything against JT Brutebaker because I know he's a better pitcher than I will ever be. All right? But he is the number one, and we did put up some runs against him, but he's number one on the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he's probably number three or lower on any other team. Um, mm. So, oh, yeah. you know, so you got to – Got to take things in stride. Um, I think that we're, we got the Royals and the Brewers coming up, and I think that we're going to really find out the truth about this Cardinals team. Um, you know, here in the month of April, I think they're going to walk through some tests, and we're going to see what's going to happen. Um, so speaking about that Royals game, we only got a few minutes left, but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Mike Matheny come back, uh, being at Bush Stadium. I think it's going to be, yeah. be cool to see him. Maybe a little bit awkward <laughs> since the firing, but uh, – <laughs> You know, managers get fired, and we've seen that. That happens. We've seen that with Schilt. Um, so, really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to seeing Bobby Wood Jr. play too. I, mean, Dude, I was going to say they're same. a young team. Yeah, yeah he's he's fun to watch for sure. The Royals have <clears throat> Salvador Perez, dude. Oh, yeah, man. the Royals actually have a pretty nice ball club. I'm not going to lie, they look good, um, and they they have had a pretty decent start to their season too. It's what I what I know. I I only really checked in on like a game or two, but they were winning pretty good against the Guardians. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that and and a lot more coming around uh, the corner. Um, yeah, one thing I I did want to mention before we go is the Happies is looking at the Cardinals offense. You know, last year. Uh, when you when we were coming, that was the first the first half of the season. Come through the first half of the season, that was the main thing. Was there's no offense, you know, it's just strikeouts and home runs. You've seen a lot of guys on base, base runners, base runners, base runners, base runners. I know home runs are cool. I know home runs are a lot of fun to see, but I I, I got to tell you, as as a true baseball purist, there's nothing more beautiful than a lot of base runners. And the Cardinals have had in the first three games a lot of base runners. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, I think it's good. Got to capitalize, though. And yeah. I saw that we're going to miss our debut of Jordan Hicks as a uh, starting pitcher since that is postponed. I think they're just going uh, straight to Hudson Tuesday and then back right to Wainwright. So he, he keeps his same amount of days. And yeah. then they're just going to kind of skip that fifth spot. So, well, you know like what? It gonna... makes sense. Uh, you kind of hate it for Hicks, but it does kind of make sense. He's not going to yeah. he's not going to pitch that much, honestly, though. So we haven't we haven't seen our your boy Verhagen. Yeah. yeah, is this is this a worry? Like, waiting. what's going on? Hey, he will he will come out. He'll come out against the Royals. He will. You think? Yes. I'll I thought he was going to come out after Michaelis or Matt's. They only pitched three innings. I thought he would at least come out after one of those, but we haven't seen him Michaelis, yet. So. They, they put in their main dudes, and then yeah, after uh, Matt's when we were losing, and we had. Some I thought they might have sticked Berhagen after that, but who knows? Who knows? Well, what's going on. 
we could have be their so secret much... weapon in their back pocket that they're just waiting to get out there. I don't know. Oh, we'll is see that what it is. <laughs> we have so much to look forward to, and we will keep it all up to date here on Redbird Rally, and we will be sure to talk about it. And we want you to come along. Be sure to tune in next time. Redbird Rally. Go to Redbird underscore Rally on Instagram. Give us a follow. Let us know what you think about the show. Give us feedback. We love to hear your opinion. Until next time, we will see you next time at Redbird Rally. Until then, sir. Go Birds!